You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Time. Till we're on. We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Oh, it certainly is, and it's a cracking Tuesday night on Sports Day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, just a week to go. TLT. I'm dynamite. TLT. Now we're not fight. <laughs> anyway, moving on. T-L-T. How are you, Satsy? You've got to find some new gear. You go, to, you go to the same, you go to the same audio every Tuesday. Yeah, but that's what the kids love, mate. Kids love, like all of a sudden, the the three little pig. Was it three pigs? How many were there? They didn't change characters. One all of a sudden didn't become dopey. Like dopey was. Well, hang on, have I got my uh, my? I've got my characters I've mixed no up. Idea what you're I don't talking. got no idea what I'm talking about. Hello, welcome to the show tonight, boy. It is a big one, a big show put together by our new great producer in Cohen. Hey, Jack, little Jack, tiny Jack, bonsai Jack, bonsai Jack. He's leaving today to go to Ireland. Could you imagine on the plane? I hope they find that in his family tree somewhere, that he's Irish, obviously, yeah. there's some sort of OIRA connection. Well, you can't say that. And I hope he gets detained in customs for long periods of time. And you want him, you want him explored. Every orifice is to be explored. In every office? <laughs> is that what you're saying? Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. We love you. Particularly 2HD, my favourite radio station in Australia. SCN 1170. As well, one of my other favourite radio stations. My favourite, though, is SENQ 693 mm. AM in Brizzy, 1620 SEN on the Goldie, uh, SEN Track Stations, SEN Fanatic on the app, and, of course, you can download the SEN app uh, wherever you get your apps from, which, of course, are iTunes and Google Play. Massive show. Seagulls head coach Anthony Seabold is just walking around the house, just throwing hundreds around at the moment after they won 100 grand. I want to know what happens weekend. with the hundred grand. I don't think the players are allowed to receive any of that. Maybe they get it at the end of the season. Well, it comes for a trip. Up, I don't know. I'm, up to the Goldie or something on a bus. Correct me if I'm right, but I think that. Um, correct me if I'm right, but I think the hundred thousand would come under the salary cap if you gave it to the players. But why can't you do like an end of season trip? Because that's a that's a benefit to the players. It's well, a fringe benefit. Okay, like we used to do at Queen's fourth grade. Yeah. Right. A very famous cricket club on the Gold Coast, by the way. That's, yep. where, that's where Matty Coonan yeah, played. Yeah, Coonan, the new... So taught him everything he knows. Mm-hmm. From the drinking side, yep. drink responsibly. But the thing is, every time we played cricket, it was it was five bucks a beer. So the profits from the beer go towards the end-of-season cricket okay, trip. Right, yep. That didn't go in towards, mm. towards our salary cap. Yep. So maybe Manly could do the same. Actually, do footy teams do that? Like at the end, mate, that beer's five bucks. It really costs the club $2, and that $3 goes the end-of-season trip. No. Really? No. Jump on a bus, 10-hour trip up to the Goldie, go and hang out at Burley, 
get some tats. And what a great end-of-season trip. <laughs> Getting tats. <laughs> well, as we said earlier on, many weeks ago, Darren Lockyer, he, he hired a monkey. He stole a monkey, didn't he? No, he hired a monkey. He hired it? Yeah. And he, he had it on a... He had it following him on a like a little lead, like a dog. This he'd, was in Bali. He'd sit up at the bar and the monkey would sit up next to him and then it attacked his head. <laughs> it attacked him like after about two days. I've been to Bali. I've been going there for 25 years. I've never seen a monkey hire shop anywhere <laughs> in Bali. <laughs> There's Bubbles, our listener, who texted us last night. Hello, Bubbles. Uh, Sharks forward and one of our favourites on Sports Day, Toby Rudolph. Loose unit. He is... Um, he'll be joining us as well, live from his bedroom. He used to sl- he used to sl- he used to live with Liam Martin from oh, yeah. South. I don't think that happened. To- I don't think I think Liam Martin got a girlfriend and moved out. Yeah, right. Mm. Okay. I think he's speaking of Barbie. I think he shares now. I'm not sure with, and I think it might be his brother. Who, okay, he, he travels around a bit. So anyway, I'll talk to him. Tuesday, true or false? Uh, we got that. If you've got one for us, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Who's better, Ed Sheeran? Or who's the other bloke from... Ed Sheeran. You've got to say Harry Styles. Harry Styles or Ed Sheeran. Go ahead. Ed Sheeran. Is Ed Sheeran better than Harry Styles? This is how it works, isn't it? Can I say... Why? Is it because he went to a hospital, children's board and so... No, say, I just find him... And don't worry, Harry Styles, I wouldn't knock did a shoe. Well, hang on. Harry Styles did a shoey in Perth last night with water yeah. and sang Horses, Daryl Braithwaite. Bang. Are you serious? Yeah. You can't do a shoey with water. That's first cross on his name. Mate, put your hand up. I know you've been away because, you know, um, put your hand up, mate, when you're going to push the button. Both very good entertainers. But I've, got, I've seen Ed Sheeran in concert. He was outstanding. Your, your daughters went the other day, didn't they? Yep, and they're also going to Harry Styles on a school night. And they oh. want the next day off. You took them out of school to go on a holiday as well, didn't you? Oh, do we have to talk about this on uh, the air? Look, at you department. know, is there much hope? Yeah, true. Which, oh, one of them, Amani. Well, she's the dancer. The other one's going in the Air Force, so she'll be fine. Yep. I don't know what she's going to do there, but anyway. Great Australian debate. It's a brand new segment. Dividing families across the nation. It's time for the Great Australian Debate. Is this Cohen? Yeah, this is where we talk about things and we debate them. Because he said to me, is there anything in your household? Where is Cohen? Cohen, get in here, please, mate. Is there anything in your household where we could debate? And he said, for example, like someone puts tomato sauce in the fridge. I said, well, my wife leaves butter in the cupboard. Her butter is in the cupboard. It's a New Zealand thing, apparently. Is, is, this, is this what we're doing? Well, Is this what you two came up with? Not me. Don't throw me into the mix here. <laughs> oh, it's a new segment, new producer. I thought I'd bring something fresh onto the show. Yeah, but something good, maybe. <laughs> Not, well, that, that, well, you put well, your well, butter in the fridge. Hang on a minute. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Hang on a minute. My missus put chocolate in the fridge last night. I just can only didn't have, like it. You can only have chocolate cold. Whoa, no, whoa. No, can you not no. say my miso as well? Like, say some respect. My partner, if you're listening. Your lovely partner. My lovely partner. Yes, if she's listening, You can only eat chocolate cold. Yeah, no. you've got to have chocolate in the fridge. No yeah. way. Why am I getting involved in this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm off the butter. I can't do that. I've got to say, no, there is only, there's some chocolate you can't have in the fridge. Things like Snickers and Mars bars, can't have them cold. Why every chocolate goes in the fridge? No, not every chocolate. No, I'm telling you, they do. Mm. I disagree. But a majority <laughs> is this of chocolate. the great debate? See, Easter eggs, cold. Has to be cold. You know what you do with your old Easter eggs. If you don't, look, on the odd occasion, if you don't get through them all in one Easter, which <laughs> very, very rarely happens in our house, you freeze them and you eat them next year. Give them for the kids yeah, next year. But then year. they're rock hard. No, no, it's just, mate, they're white, but that doesn't matter. You're just telling me you've got white chocolate Easter eggs. 
They don't know the difference. Now, no. big news. Big news. It looks like surfacing around Mitchell Moses being reported. Only, what, about 10, 15 minutes ago? Yeah, hot off the Go. press. Yeah, we uh, we got that one. And it's on the show. It looks like, yeah, Mitchell was going to stay in Eel. So. so it looks like he may have rejected a four-year offer from the West Tigers. Reportedly worth around $5.2 million wow. a year. What? You learn at Parramatta. I think it's one year less, is it? Three years at Parramatta, $1.25 so million has he signed year? with the Eels, guys? Or Hasn't is been this... confirmed yet, but expecting to hear within the next 24 hours. Okay. Question without notice, Sats. Yes. On our great debate. Mm-hmm. I'm is saying, this our great debate? Or... I'm, this is part of it. Okay. I'm saying if that is the case, he is not worth $1.25 million a season. Okay. What do you gauge $1.25 million? I've got to say there's been a couple of players over the last three or four years that have that probably – made an ir- irregular amount of money that was being paid players. Yep. So um, when you look at a player like Mitchell Moses at 1.2, 1.25 million, what do you gauge him Success. Not- okay, yeah. What do you gauge success as? A premiership. Got to win a premiership, yeah. I'd pay, I'd pay Cleary 1.25. Mm-hmm. He's he- probably about the only halfback in the game right now I'd pay 1.25 to. He's on 1.3, boys. Nathan Cleary. Okay, so that's that's about right. Is Moses as good as Cleary? Well, no. Records will say no. Um, he's worth, and people say oh, he's worth what the club's willing to pay for him. But he's actually how you ask got to ask this of how important is he to the club on the field and also from a marketability point of view off the field. Is he is he marketable? Absolutely, he is yeah, really. Yeah, absolutely. Are kids going out and buying Mitch Moses t-shirts and face masks? I'd love to talk to like Peter Wynn about that at Peter Wynn Score. I think there would be plenty. Um, also, you got to ask: uh, Can they be a genuine premiership threat without him? I'd say no. Yeah, he missed a few games last year, and Brad Arthur, his son, came in. Mm. Jacob Arthur. And he's they, only young, Jake. You know, he's yeah. He's going to be, he's going to be a good first grader, Jake. But he's still very okay. young. So what's the, if you sign someone like him for one point two five mil three years? Yep. Are you expecting a premiership in that three years? Absolutely. Okay, I bet you don't get one. Okay. I think but, they're done. They're out. I don't think they're done. Well, They'll be in the eight. They've lost some good players, haven't they? They lost Reed yep. Marnie, but they've replaced him with a very good player in Josh Hodgson. Yeah. Um, Nia Cora, who's a very good player. They lost uh, Kafusi. They lost um, Isaiah Papali'i. They brought in Jermaine Hopgood, who's going to be a very good player. Yes, yeah, so they've lost some of those core players that have made up a large part of their squad. If you were putting together a playlist right now and you did this with the Titans when they first started, mm-hmm. would you be paying him that amount of money as your marquee player? That's marquee player money, obviously. It is, yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't be paying him that money. There's your answer. From a start-up club. 0457. Thanks, Cohen. 0457-736-736. Is Moses worth $1.25 million a year? Now, we don't begrudge anyone earning a good quid. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not in the game that long, right? Yep. So earn as much as you can. But oh, absolutely. If you, were, if you were looking after the books of a club and you're putting together a list, would you sign Mitch Moses for $1.25? Now, that not saying he has yet at Parramatta. They're looking at extending his deal. But he's knocked back a $5.2 million four-year deal at the West Tigers. It also depends on, Jace, who else you possibly can't get. So if you have to pay a large chunk of your – anywhere up to sort of 9 or 10% of your – 10 or 11% of your salary cap, you don't want to pay any more than that to one player. Yep. Um, maybe, maybe that player is Mitchell Moses because no other player is going to be on that similar sort of money. 
So Gutherson's up there. Gutherson's up around sort of, from all reports again, it's only speculative, up around your sort of 700 to 800,000. That's your captain year. and he's a great player. Mm. I don't know. What, what's, what, what would you pay a good halfback? In its, say you've got a team like Parramatta. Yeah. What, what would you pay a good halfback per season? Well, depending who it is. Well. If it's Mitch Moses. If it's Mitch or if, if it's someone else. Just any, if you've got a good, you've got a really good halfback you want to retain. Well, if no one else is on a million dollars and he's the most important player in the most important position, you're pushing upwards of that amount. But again, it depends who it is. Mm. And Podge is on the text line, 0457 736 736. He said Ed Sheeran, easy. You don't like Podge, do you? Oh, we haven't hit it off well. Mm. We haven't hit it off. No, to be honest, he's a mate of yours, isn't he? Trained with him. He yeah. thinks he runs the radio station. Mm. I'm the content manager, not you, Podgy. What's Podge? Podge. What's Podge short for? Just Podge. That's his nickname. Yeah, but what, why? How do you get Podge? What's his last name? His favourite His favorite, His favorite. favourite. food's porridge, and it just got shortened to Podge. Oh, that's ordinary. What do you think, Moses? Uh, 1.25 a year to stay at Parramatta. Eels fans, love to hear from you. Would you pay it? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. If he does stay on, well, he's there this year anyway. Are the Eels any chance in 2023? I think they'll still be in the eights. Again, I'd... it comes down to... Well, he's there this year. Well, it comes down to, to injuries. If you lose that key player, there's a couple of teams in that top eight that could that could drop. If Mitchell Moses gets injured, I think Parramatta are one of those teams that are going to be under a real threat of of retaining a top eight position. But in saying that, mm. um, I think they're still definitely going to be thereabouts. Anthony Seabold joining us in a moment, in around about uh, 10 minutes' time. Got a question for Seabs. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 is our number. We're going to talk cricket soon. Um, actually, I want to play it for you now. I want to play some audio today from Usman Khawaja. Are oh, you uh, still on about this? Have you not got over it yet? Well, no, I'm not. I'm a lot calmer today, but I just, yeah. I, just, I mean, you teed off last night. Well, no, but everyone teed off, mate. Are you not allowed to be disappointed in the national team that represents us, little Aussie battlers? Like, you, you, know, got, you got that off your chest, your, your quite large chest last night. <laughs> My ample chest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My supple. So you haven't moved on? You, you, you're still in that. No, because I haven't heard... Confrontational I, mindset? No, I'm not in a confrontational mindset. Okay. I just haven't heard answers. I haven't heard anyone say, God will crap, we were really bad. They're not going to do... If you're sitting back waiting for that to happen, it's not going to happen. Well, then they're going to be crap again next test. Under this leadership. It's not going to happen. You're not going to see a player or a coach come out and say, we were dreadful, we were horrible, we're embarrassed. I don't want to go on about it again. But, but you're the one that brought do, it up. Do, you imbecile. No, but they're missing. They're missing. They they don't know. They're too nice. No, they're not too nice. Too nice after defeat. No, I. No, it's not about that. I reckon they're just out of touch. Okay, so Uzi Kawaja was interviewed on SCN for Jared a podcast. Whiteley, yeah. yeah, and he just. This is what he had to say about their batting performance. I guess they'll always be outside noise, but at the end of the day, we're out here trying to win three games for Australia. And then, yeah, you got to pick your poison one way or another. you got to get out just blocking, you get out uh, trying to execute shots with practicing. So uh, it's just the way it goes. I didn't understand. Okay, there was a lot of outside noise. Because he was talking you could about hear that. Around him. But he's saying, you know, we've got to execute our shots. He goes, you know, we're, uh, you've got to pick your poison. If we block, we're going to get out. 
And if we play shots, we're going to get out. No, Uzi, and, and no one's pointing the finger at Uzi. He made a nice 81 in the first innings and, you know, got out unlucky. In that. But he did, he did, he showed the world he was going to play a, a paddle shot around the corner and the fielder just straight to the fielder. But it's about picking your shot. That's what all the greats of the game are talking about. I mean, well, you got to build pressure. That's right, mm. and it takes time. You've got five bloody days. You don't mm. have to be finished in two and a half. It's a test match. There's a, there's a bonus attached to <laughs> them losing. It, if you do it less than four <laughs> days, win less than four days, bonus. I, I, again, I just when I hear that sats, mm. I just think that, that they don't get it. They don't get it. people aren't having a go at them about sweeping all the time. Get yourself in. Get your eye in. Have a look, Matty Renshaw. First ball, tried to reverse sweep. He's incredibly out of form. If, and, and, if Andrew McDonald wants us to believe, like he said when, when interviewed by Barrett Sunderason on the show last night, mm. uh, we, don't, we don't tell them how to bet with strategy. We leave them to their own devices, words to those effect. If we believe that and then every second batter is going out and playing reverse sweeps and sweeps on their first shot, he must think we're fools. Including Matty Kuhneman, who's batting at 11, who's mm. just arrived in camp. I, I, I'm calling BS on that. There's got to be batting meetings. There's got to be team meetings where they're going to... a call work. for Matty Hayden to come in as a... A batsman? As That'd a, be great. As a batting coach or some assistance. Mark Wall's over there. Uh, Matty Hayden's over there. Put them both in. Mm. Put Mark Wall at number five. Mark Wall, best slips, best slipsman we've seen in Australian cricket. Yep. But we need him to bat at the moment. All right. So he could bat at five and show these bums up. So Matty Hayden would too. Matty wouldn't run many twos or threes now. He just club boundaries. Hey, just something that has sort of flown under the radar a little bit, and it shouldn't, is that um, our Aussie women's T20 side, World Cup at the moment, and they move into the semis with a win over South Africa, and they play India. The India is the, the one yeah. team that we've always had problems with. And I didn't see any reverse sweeps. In males and female game. I didn't see any reverse sweeps. No. Well, not many anyway mm. in that game. Before we go to a break, got um, – Anthony Seabold standing by to chat to us on Sports Day. If you've got a text, 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170 is our number. Mark, who's from Upper West Pennant Hills, joins us. <laughs> Mark, you think the Great Eels boys. you think the Eels should uh, retain Moses at any expense? I, I think they do, mate. I mean, seriously, look around. He's a quality player, whether whether you agree with me or not, he's, he's, he's a very good halfback. There's not a, an abundance of halfbacks out there. We, we've got to retain the good one that we've got. We've lost too many good players. You know, Reid Marnie was um, a huge loss to us because they, they really chimed together brilliantly and, and got us into that grand final. But Penrith were just the real deal and our blokes didn't have an answer for that. The same as our cricketers have got no answer for the the, uh, the locals over there. But um, no, whatever money we've got to pay for Moses, we've got to hang on to him. Otherwise, I, I don't know that he's going to lead us to a premiership, but at least he gives me each weekend when I'm following the Eels something to watch and and um, he can guide them around the park as good as anyone. Yeah, but um, with the, the cricket, yep. the um, yeah, it's so disappointing that there's batting coaches like McDonald's is uh, not telling us the truth and and um, that's disappointing that you know 
we were all told as kids, it's okay to make mistakes, but if you repeat it, well, that's just a bloody idiot. Yeah. And that's exactly what we've done. We're repeating mistakes. And, you know, the sweep hadn't worked on the first, the second, the third. Okay, throw that out the window. Let's go back to try and settle an innings like we... We were in control of that match. Mm. People are forgetting we're in control of that match yep. until that. You know, it's, it's so disappointing. Finally, hey, one yep. really quick mark because we've got to go. We've got to go. We've got to. We've got to talk to Seeds. Yep. What, why? What, why do you have to mention every network that's associated with with SEN? Is we're, this, we're all listening. Is so this Gary Belcher on the phone? Guy. Did Badge put you up? To yeah, this did he? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> and I do miss him. But, but why do we have to mention the other networks? They're already because, listening. Because they're, impl- they're part of our very important family. Absolutely. And we've got new listeners listening every day, And, Mark, Mark there's no Upper West Pennant Hills. That's right. <laughs> why do you have to say you're from Upper West Pennant Hills, buddy? <laughs> well, there is. And, and there's only one listener, and that's me. And, oh, that's right. I'm and sorry. Mark, <laughs> do you talk to the people in the lower part of, of West Pennant Hills? Of no. course not. No. Definitely not. Yeah. We've got to run, Definitely mate. Not. We've got to run. We've got to go. Thanks for your call, buddy. Thanks, really, boys. really quickly, Thanks. Mark makes a really good point. There aren't a lot of quality, experienced halves that can create points, execute points that are on the market. It's really scarce. Yeah. So Power have got to hold on to what they know. Right here. Yeah. What do you think? 0457 736 736. Love to hear from uh, Parramatta supporters. Uh, but Manly supporters, get excited. You've got 100 grand you've picked up from on the preseason cup. You've got a brand new head coach. Anthony Seabold joins us next here on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sadler, Jason Matthews here tonight. I think our um, text machine is blowing up or we're just crap tonight. Are you talking about literally blowing up? Not yeah. as in we've got so much text. No, no, text it's messages. like it's not working. And We're I'm getting given, it fixed as we speak. 0457736736, get them through to us. Or just no one's interested in sending us a text tonight. Mm. But why wouldn't they be? We've got big guests on. Toby Rudolph from the Cronulla Sharks joining us soon. But this man, he's just waltzed into the peninsula He's won the preseason comp with with Manly already. He's got a hundred grand in the back pocket. Uh, he's been an SEN commentator. He's coached rugby. He's coached rugby league teams. He's done everything. This man and he's back. Anthony Seabold. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Seabes. Now, my pleasure, guys. Good to chat. Hey, uh, what happens with the hundred grand, mate? Do you get that in the front office, or what happens with that? <laughs> no, mate. No, there's. Um... <laughs> It'd be nice, wouldn't it? But no, look, um, we're going to put it to, to, to some um, you know, special projects that we, um, you know, we, we want to do around the club, and also, um, you know, the players get um, a portion of that too, which is good for them to do some um, things with it over the over the season as well. So yeah, um, nice. Yeah, it's it's sort of yes, yeah, split accordingly. Now, as you know, Seeds, winning creates really good habits, and many say that trial form and trials don't mean a lot, but. When you went into the second week of the preseason challenge and you looked at where everyone was sitting on the ladder and you got all these bonus points, was there any discussion amongst your coaching staff and the players that 
it's important to win something early on before the season kicks off. Was there any discussion about that at all? To, to um, yeah, to your, your question, so it wasn't. I think um, a couple of players who weren't playing is a discussion for them. Um, they sort of saw that we got a couple of bonus points in the first trial game, but I've got to say, like, we, we didn't talk um, at all about um, you know the the competition or um, you know, trying to get bonus points with offloads or anything like that. Um, yeah, we went out to try and um, I suppose. Um, show some improvement from week one to week two, and um, yeah, we worked really hard over the preseason to make some small steps in the right direction, and that was the most important thing. We just, you know, we we saw some young guys get an opportunity, um, and I agree. Like you know, in many ways, mate, it's almost like a um, you know, glorified sort of um, scrimmage session when you're playing trial games because players are playing in different positions or different parts of the game. But um, yeah, it was nice to uh, have some positivity, um, or you know. Um, I suppose sell some optimism to our supporters and our members, mate, with a couple of decent performances. Or some of the glaring areas, Steve, that you identified externally, then going in and having a look at the playing group that you got and some of the systems they had in place where you felt as though you needed to have a little bit more of an influence on and making those changes at your first year back there. Yeah, it's an interesting one, Sats. I mean, um, you know, having... Look, I'm, I'm, I live in the local area here, so even though I was working with England rugby, I was back and forth from uh, from England, and you know, so I obviously you know watched the, the local team at different times. Um, yeah, you know, I saw the the um, you know the media around the pride jersey and um, you know the challenges at the back end of the year when the, when the team lost seven in a, in a row. But one thing I saw from the outside, mate, was there's a lot of young players coming through who um, are really talented. I suppose guys like you know Josh Schuster, Tolu Kola, uh, Hamole Olakuatu, um, Keo Weeks, those types of guys came to mind. And then you know I saw uh, a massive amount of experience in like Dale Cherry Evans, Jake Trebojevic, and Tom Trebojevic. So you know I saw a group that had plenty of potential. Um, and I didn't want to sort of I suppose go back to the past in many ways. I just had a direction that I wanted to, or you know they want to try and take the club and. Right at the very beginning um, of of where we need to get to and where we want to get to and where we, we feel we can get to, but um, yeah, it's been 14 weeks of, of pre-season so far. We feel as though we've made a couple of small steps, but uh, we're under no illusions about the challenges ahead, mate. Now you mentioned a pretty important player, and he's got so much potential, Josh Schuster. Mm. Um, will he play that number six jersey? And, and if so, what's what's part of his game that he really needs to improve if he's going to dominate at that position? Oh, look, you know, Josh is, you know, I've said it from, from day one, I want to give Josh, um, you know, the opportunity in the number six jersey. He's had a really consistent pre-season. He played half a game, um, you know, last week against the Roosters, and I thought um, he showed, you know, um, some really good signs there. On the left-hand side of the field, you know, he played some decent footy to that edge, and Josh was, was part of that. Um, I think the area for him to improve, and I... You know, see it with a lot of young blokes is you know closing the gap between their best performance and their worst performance. Sats, I think, mm. um, yeah, Josh is someone who's got immense, immense talent, and it's like any you know young player right at the very beginning of their career. Um, you know, trying to build consistency in their game, and and Josh is no different to that. And, uh, as I said, I've seen some really good signs over the preseason, and um, yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed working with him so far. Um, I was saying to Sats last week, uh, I watched the game against South, that trial at uh, Central Coast, and I thought the ball handling by both teams was outstanding and were both impressed by, by Cooper Johns. 
Seves, what's your plan for him this year? Yeah, Cooper's... Um, I think he's had a really good trial period. Now, the last few weeks' performances, I think, you know, a lot of, um, of what we've done has been in and around Cooper. He had a really disruptive start to pre-season. Like, he didn't train much at all before Christmas, and he needed to put a little bit of size on. Um, I think... Um, yeah, that was an area that we wanted him to focus on physically, and he did that. He worked really hard over the break, the two-week break, and he's come back, and he hasn't missed a beat. I've been really pleased with his um, performances. You know, we, we brought Cooper late in the piece. I think he's the only sort of signing that I've added to the team. But I just know he's come out of a good system. He was a manly junior. Um, obviously, lives locally in the area, and I wanted to give him an opportunity. Of, and I'm really pleased with how he's sort of progressing. But, you know, essentially brought him as, as um, you know, cover for um, our halves, and um, yeah, he understood the opportunity um, that presented itself. But I think he's taken um, to the post-Christmas part of the pre-season really well. He's done a really good job. So, yeah, we'll see him play first grade. Uh, I've got no doubt just when it is. I, you know, I'm not too sure, but he understands that, you know, Shuey and, and Chaz, um, you know, have sort of that first opportunity. He's living at home with mum and dad. How easy has it got? It? It's ridiculous now. <laughs> oh, mate, mate, that's what I say. That's what I say. I say, mate, you shouldn't have moved out because he's worked out how, how easy it is. That guy. Yeah. He seems uh, Tommy Tovich, of course, he's on everyone's lips because he's one of the most exciting players in the game. But with his history of injuries, and I hope, I mean, say a prayer for him that he's got to an age now where his body's finally worked itself out and we don't see any long term injuries. But will you monitor his game? And what I mean by that, well, in some games, if you're leading by a lot, will you take him off early? If you're behind by a lot, will you take him off early? Will you sit him out some games when if the team is is going along nicely? Um, look, it, it'd be, um, yeah, that, that's interesting. It's not, it's not something we've spoken about internally. Um, but I suppose um, you know, one of the things that we wanted, you know, we wanted to get away from and why we sent him to Bill Knowles in the States was... Um, we wanted to have a look at his running mechanics and what um, areas he needed to, um, you know, look at and drill and improve, but also um, take away any of the sort of guesswork of, of, with regards to, you know, is it his hemi, is it a running issue? So the, the diagnosis is in and around his running mechanics and his ankle stiffness in particular. So it's nothing to do with loads. Um, it'd be a great position to be in such if we're winning, uh, you know, some games and, you know, be able to bring him off early, but it's not something we've spoken about. He's been in full training for the last couple of weeks um, since his return. Uh, well, certainly the last two weeks since his return, we gave him a week to sort of just get over the jet lag and um, you know, get back, refocus again after a long, you know, plane ride. But um, we don't feel that that's necessary, and we feel as though the reconditioning done has set him up for the next half of his career. Yeah, let's hope so. Now we, we've got a text message here from Beatty McCoz, and he says, Gordon. Uh, Chen Kam Tong, clearly a star of the future. Any chance of him pushing into the top 30 before round one? And tell us a little bit more about him. Don't know a lot about him. He's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, he's had a fantastic pre-season, Gordon. Everyone's seen the last two weeks, you know, his energy that he brings. He's actually a development player at the moment, so he's not able to play until round 10. Um, in 2024, 20, he goes into our top 30. Um, we actually have our top 30 field, like Cooper Johns was uh, player number 30 uh, that we signed back in early November. So, um, yeah, there's no space there. But one thing he did show was that he's got the potential to play first grade. And, um, you yeah, know, that's great 
to, to you know have someone like Gordy come through. He's been with the club since he's you know fourteen or fifteen years of age, and uh, he's been a leader in all his teams. He's been a captain, so I think um, yeah, he's he's been really really good. He's someone I didn't know before I went to the club before I came to the club, so it's uh, been really impressed with. Yeah, good. Now you made Eddie Jones, who you spent some time with English Rugby Union in the coaching um, department, um, and I've got to say, it would have been a great experience for yourself. I've spoken to you off air about uh, how excited and how much you learnt from that. Yeah. Are you fearing now back as a Wallaby coach, as a rugby league man, Siebes? And he did it back in 2002, 2003. He went and targeted some key rugby league players. Do you think he'll do the same now? Oh, look, yeah, I think, you know, Eddie's always, um, you know, enjoyed rugby league and what um, both players and, and coaches from, you know, from, from rugby league um, you know, do. So I've got no doubt Eddie would have, um, you know, one or two players in mind, like he did with Wendell and Matty Rogers and, and Lottie Takiri back, as I said, like in the early 2000s. Um, who they are, I'm not too sure, but I'm sure that he'd be looking at people who potentially played rugby as, you know, as a school kid or something like that. But um, he's a fantastic coach to work for. I, I yeah, loved my time um, you know, in the 20 months with Matty working in full time capacity. He was excellent. Um, did so much, uh, you know, for, for me. And um, yeah, I just think it's. It's, it'll be a great decision for you know the Wallabies to bring him home. Matty Rogers has told us that you know where you stand with him as a player. Um, yeah, look, mate, he's he's excellent. Um, I, feel, I feel as though um, you know, he, he, yeah, he, you, you do know where you stand as a player and as a coach. I think he's fantastic, and um, he's got great, you know, great standards, really high standards, and I think that's the best part about um, you know what he what he brings to a group. Yeah, I hope one of those players he hasn't got an eye on is Cam Murray. Let's uh, let's. Uh, can you have a chat to him and just say, stay away from the bunnies, please, uh, <laughs> just for old times' sake. Yeah, please. no, Cam Murray's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he's, he's a fantastic player. I'm sure. You know, he's a, he's a kid who's come out of um, Newington High, you know, Newington School there and played rugby union, but I'm sure he's well um, well secured there at, at the bunnies. Mate. Right, mate. We appreciate it. We've got to run. Um, we'll chat to you again another time on Sports Day. Good luck this year. Good to have you back in, in Rugby League in Australia. Good to have you back with your family too. And now you can get that Malibu surfboard out again, Seabs. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Sass. That's, that's the plan, mate. Just try, and, try and learn, mate. Try and learn to surf. That's <laughs> right. good to be home, so no, I'm looking forward to a couple of weeks' time. Anthony Seabold, thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks, appreciate Seabes. it, mate. Good on you, guys. Great to chat. Yeah, there he goes. I'm glad he had some success pre-season already. I really am. I had a really good chat to him uh, when we were doing some some rugby league commentary, NRL Nation, and yeah. uh, and I, I've said to him, well, yeah, what have you learned from going from South Coach of the Year to the Brisbane Broncos, where it didn't work out great, going to rugby union? That was a horrible time, mate. Yeah, he Person, says, personally and professionally. Well, he said right? I learned a lot about coaching a one-team town like Brisbane, where yeah. you've got every media outlet just focused on one club and mm. if a player got injured during training and you'd walk up to the office to go and tell the CEO or the football manager, the general manager of footy, it was already tweeted out by yeah. one of the, the media. He said, Pete oh, I, I found that, <laughs> he said, I found that really difficult to try and juggle. So time away from the game's probably been really good for him. Manly's not going to be an easy challenge for him though because it's a one team, you know, on the peninsula and very passionate supporters, Seagull supporters. So Good luck to him and good luck to the Sea Eagles this year. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Hey, all your text messages coming through, which is great. Good to see you back at your abusing best. Yeah, Rooster Mongrel, you are right. I said Liam Martin, Liam Knight is who Toby Rudolph lived with. There you go. All right, uh, break time. Back in a moment. This is Sports Day.
the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Tuesday night edition. Uh, geez, the, the, the texts are rolling through and the machine is going nuts. 0457 736 736. A lot of people have got want to have their say about Mitchell Moses, Sats. Yeah, there are. There's, um, hey, boys, if the Eels don't sign Moses, I have to suffer for another 35 years. Ben in Townsville. Also, try living up here. Everything is in the fridge. Bread, chocolate, sauce. Love the show. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, how the heck can the Roosters afford... Oh, no, we're going to read out that a little bit later from Adrian because we're going to talk about that at length. Uh, Joseph Suali'i and and also... Um, uh, what's his name going there? Um, Dominic Young. Yeah, from the mm. from the Knights. Um, James from Hornsby, you've got something you want to say about the cricket? Yeah, um, I'll quickly I'm positive. Hopefully all this will learn. They'll learn that maybe against quality opposition... The children shouldn't be left to their own devices. But my main question, I want you guys to see if you can answer. I know during the summer of home ground, home media, but when the media came out and interviewed the players, it wasn't just Pat Cummins or Ronald McDonald. It was different players. Oh, Debbie Don got interviewed. You know, they all did interviews with all a lot of different players. But now it's only Pat Cummins and Ronald McDonald. Are they hiding the other players or no. is it just because it's foreign media? No, SCN's on the ground in India and uh, they're making whoever they can available. I don't think they're hiding players. I just think whoever's available at that time, we've got that line's a shocker. But no, I don't think they're doing that. Oh, I'm going to throw out a question to our listeners. Thanks for your call, James. Your line's a shocker, mate. I'll let you go. But I will say to James, there are a lot of sports now. Rugby league probably is one of the worst at, at present where they do protect their athletes. Yeah. Yeah, they don't expose them to uh, various various interviews or various opportunities. And I do know the day that uh, Matty Kuhneman was selected for Australia, we had access to him that morning at the airport. So, no, there's there's no block on the young players. I I do want to mention one thing. Here we are, 10 days. If we had to play a five-day test and finish now, we've got 10 days until the next test. Why the hell are we not having a practice match? Play a three-day test or well, just a three-day pra- match. We yeah. used to play practice games. Why wouldn't we? Well, use we didn't the- do that. We didn't do that going over. We played West Indies, South Africa. Thought, well, that's fine. That was a mis- that's a mistake. Yep. Right. But why? We've got ten days now. Mm. Why don't we have a three or four-day game that's against a good point a, against a, a regional side and let people spend some time in the middle? Are they afraid that we might get beaten? Do you know it's interesting you say that because when in two thousand and four when we beat India on Indian soil and Ponting was the captain, but injured. And Adam Gilchrist did a lot of research into that tour. And we spoke about this a few weeks ago. He engaged locals, locals, cricketing experts to talk about the pitches, the conditions, the fielding, whatever it may be, uh, how quickly the, the pitches uh, crack up by day two, day three. Um, what should they do if they win, win uh, the toss, bat first, bowl, bowl first, whatever it may be. And a message here, uh, Mark says, we seem to be uh, chummy now with the Indians. Why don't we get an Indian like Ravi Shastri to have a meeting with the Aussie batters? Mm. Also, if the coaches don't tell the batters what to do, what's Michael DiVinotto getting paid for? Yeah, good point. I, I, we have been using Indian bowlers in training. Yep. 
uh, to, to, to simulate what the other bowlers bowl, but clearly not good enough. They're not, they're not up to the standard. Well, not many would. Of Jadeja, like not, seriously. I mean, if they're up to the standard of Jadeja, they'd be playing yeah. for India. So They have done a little bit, but clearly not. And I'm just saying right now, 10 days, come on. I'd be arranging a match. Mm. There's plenty of people over there who'd love to have a game against the Aussies. And just, you know, try and get yourself back into form. 0457 736 736, our text number. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. I did want to talk to you about Steve Smith. I'll get to it along with your text message in just a moment. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. It is Sats and Jason here tonight. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Texts are going off. Sats, let's roll through some before we go to the break. What do you want to do? Cricket? Do you want to do... Just uh, take him in order. Okay. Mark War said in commentary he was going to talk to Smith about his catching technique. And Harsha Bogle said... He's not allowed to. He's in, comment- he's in commentary. Nah, bull. Rubbish. I don't think Warren Hayden are allowed to be involved in coaching. Scott from Bathurst. Scott, I, I think there's been some discussions or suggestions around if Matt Hayden was going to be part of the, the coaching, that he would no longer commentate. Yeah. So. No, nah, they're allowed to. Mm. That's Harsha Bogle probably saying that tongue-in-cheek. Boys, the Aussie team aren't sweepers, not sloggers. They're just floggers. Well, it's a bit harsh, isn't it? What you should be asking, and this is around Mitchell Moses, what you should be asking is, if all NRL halfbacks were off contract and worth what they are currently earning, who would you buy? At 875000 a year, I'm signing Nico Hines. Not overpriced, still young enough and talented enough to win a premiership in the next yep. few years. Gav from Penrith. Yeah, good call. And he's right. Yeah, he's right. It does, it does go on age as well and, and the ability to, to continue to develop and grow. If you just tune in, that's off the news tonight that uh, Mitch Moses has rejected a four-year offer from the West Tigers worth $5.2 million to stay in ill. What else you got there, Sats? Uh, one here saying that um, we could spend the money a lot wiser from Kirk and also uh, did Justin miss his nap today? Extra cranky. Um, and with Matt Rogers starting next week, we may be offering just we may not be offering Justin a new contract. Chris I'm happy with that. I've been up since three thirty today, so oh. I'm a bit boo hoo. All right, mate. Mm. You're just going to bed then, eh? <laughs> Watching the grand final again and over and over. Hey, listen, we've got to go. We've got to go to a break. We'll be back in a moment. More of your texts. We'll get to those. By the way, Rooster supporter, just the one of you who listens to the show, mm. uh, will preview their season as well. Last. Is that right? No. No. It's going to be the other end, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. We're back in a moment. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the second big hour of the show. I won't go through all the stations taking the show at the moment. (laughs) 
I thought it was safe to do it because Badge left. Keep doing it. Okay. Mark um, Mark was now. Oh, I won't do it now. I'll do it at the start of the show only. Um, mm-hmm. Hello to uh, all of our listeners tuning in tonight. 0457 736 736. The, uh, the text machine is just going off tonight. And 1300 01 1170. I'd love to hear from you as well. So that's going to preview uh, the rooster season for 2023. Toby Rudolph from the Cronulla Sharks joining us real soon. Plus, last laugh. You want to stick around for that as well. You got to rip, rip it tonight because last night's was pretty bad. In fact, where's Steve from Dubbo? He, he, do you think, I'm just putting that out there, Jack leaves, Steve from Dubbo stops texting. Mm. Do you think have you, Jack. Have you checked the actual phone number on no. our log and whether it matches up with Bonsai Jack? So I'm thinking Steve from Dubbo was Jack. Was Jack. Uh, well, where's I think Steve it's a good gone? theory. It's a good theory. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Some texts here. Mark, if the ball is staying low, you play straight. Anyone who knows a bit about cricket knows that. Mm. I mean, the Indians knew that. They were doing that in their second Just innings. Marched the wicket, didn't they? Yep. Hey, Jason, remember Mark War ninety nine or in the nineties? Reverse sweep. First time in his life he played the shot and got out. Was that a good shot selection or arrogance because he was so good? Low from lower. I reckon it was it was brand new. Yeah. Back then. Mm. Lyle, it wasn't around. And, and I, I can guarantee you if Mark Wall got out of it because it was a stupid decision, he wouldn't then go and do it again in the second innings. <laughs> <laughs> or tell his teammates yep. to continue doing that because it wasn't the decision of the coaching team yep. to tell you to reverse sweep or sweep. Chris from Condor Park. Boys, I agree. I think the Aussie cricket team looked too blasé when they got bowled out and even after the test match. Definitely not making us proud. I miss the 1980s Aussie cricket team. Yeah. And the 90s and the 2000s. Oh, that that 2004 team that travelled to India. Yep. Remember Michael Kasperwitz kept Brett Lee Mm. out of the team. Brett Lee was carrying Casper's drinks. Yeah. How good is that? Now, on the Parramatta Eels, we spoke about Mitchell Moses. It looks as though he may knock back the West Tigers' four-year deal to re-sign with the, the Eels at upwards of around $1.2, $1.25 million. Hi, boys. Parra need Moses to re-sign. This is Belmont from Clarence. If he goes, it will be wide, it'd be wide between him and other players for the rest of this year, and I'm not confident that Arthur is the NRL halfback going forward. That's Jake Arthur. Pay him what he wants. Well, pay him what he wants within reason, but I agree with you. Yeah, I think they need to. And we've got a really good text message here uh, from, it is around uh, the Parramatta Eels, and it's Carl from Cronulla. And he says, if you swap the last year's halfbacks in the grand final, who wins? Oh, that's a good question. Still Penrith? Question mark. That's something Sugar Cane would bring up. Oh, I, I think, yeah, wow. Well, Penrith still managed to win without Cleary during the year, right? And and that was with O'Sullivan. Mitchell's a better halfback than O'Sullivan. And that Penrith team last year was unbelievable. Yeah. I would say Penrith would still win. What do you reckon? Yeah, the way that Parramatta... Well, the way that Parramatta... I keep using the word capitulated because the way they capitulated in that, in that grand final um, has me thinking that, yeah, maybe Nathan... But Nathan would have kept them in the game with his purely his kicking game. 
he would have continued to build pressure on behalf of Parramatta. Jeez, it's a good question. It's a really good question. I, I think... Hang on, hang on. Hold it. I think Parramatta... Hold Fighting it. families across the nation. It's time for the Great Australian Debate. It is, and that could be our first question. Oh, really? Repeat it again. If you swapped the halfbacks from last year's grand final, this is Carl from Cronulla. Parramatta and Penrith. Yep. In the grand final, who wins? Is it still Penrith? Moses, oh, the halfback of Penrith. Question, Carl. Cleary, the halfback of Parramatta. Yep. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Parramatta win. Well, I'm going to say Penrith, not just to be opposite to you, but I think Penrith were the better team they on were. the day. They got a lot more strike. Yep. Kickow, Coruscant, and Co. When you weigh them up, player player on player, I think Kickow is probably the the one that separates. So are you changing now? No, I still think Cleary because he is so smart and he is so composed. And in the big moments, he doesn't lose his cool. He's Fonzie. So um, I think he would build enough pressure on behalf of Parramatta in last year's grand final to win the game. What do you think? 0457 736 736 or 1300 The other topics up for debate tonight. Sats's missus puts butter the lovely Beck, that is, in the cupboard. Do you do this at home? Is this okay? Is this a crap debate? Is it safe? I can't it being safe. Well, so what do you mean it's safe? Well, it's like a dairy product, and you're putting it in hot conditions. Like our texter, Ben, mm. from um, Townsville. Everything goes in the fridge. Yeah, it, it depends where you are. If you're in Hobart, you're not putting the butter in the fridge. Hey, Carl, are we doing the great debate tomorrow night as well? It was only once a week. Oh, actually, I'm the boss, not Sats. Oh, okay. Because yeah. our, our debate was going to be around Joseph Suwali'i. But we'll, we'll do that for another time. Let's save it for tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Let's because Adrian day. sent a good text. I don't know how. Someone must have typed it out for him. But how <laughs> the heck can the Roosters afford Tedesco, Suwali, Suwali'i, Kiri, Walker, Manu, Dominic Young? If I'm another club, I'm breaking the bank to snare the world's finest player, Joey Manu, and mm. play him in the one jump. I think that'll eventually happen. Mm. Not many players leave the Roosters. I think they become the new Brisbane Broncos. When the Broncos through the 90s and the 2000s, very rarely did you leave the Broncos. They stayed for less. Mm. The Roosters are becoming that side now. They, they, they want to stay at the Roosters. They've got a great environment, a winning culture. I hate using that word culture, but a winning environment. Um, but Manu, I think, is going to get to the stage where he doesn't want to play centre anymore. He wants to get top dollar and he wants to play fullback. And I know we're going to talk about... Suali'i tomorrow, mm-hmm. but I think he's got other plans. Do you really? Yep. Okay. Radio. I think he'll be lured. Well, the question is, with Dominic Young going to the Roosters, well, should we do it now? We're halfway there. Well, we've already done. We've already <laughs> spoken about the. If you swap the halfbacks in the grand final of last year, who wins? Uh, let's keep going. That's because the the thing the the debate Sats and I were having off air today was that I, I reckon Suali'i will be going to rugby. And I don't think you need to be Einstein to work that out. He's got an option for 2024 at the Roosters. So he needs to make a decision. When does he need to make that decision by? Oh, well, the Roosters will say, well, we don't know. They may have a clause that says we need to know by June 30, for example. Well, here's the other part. Yep. With Dominic Young coming to the Roosters in 2024 from Newcastle, Mm -hmm. do you think... They may already know what that answer is going to be. No. I think what they're doing is they're future-proofing themselves for... But how do you afford that? Well, like I said... Is play... Adrian their accountant? <laughs> hey, Bondi, you'll, you'll annoy Bondi Jack if you say that. <laughs> um, well, I look at 
Daniel Tupo's 31. He's turned 32 this year. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Dominic Young comes in and he'll go to the Roosters for less money because he knows he's going to play finals. And well, where's he going to go though? On the wing? Well, if he goes onto the wing for argument's sake, and they're trying to future-proof themselves, they'll move Suwali'i into the centres. So it'll be Manu and Suwali'i in the centres next year. And then Tedesco, when Tedesco gets to the point where he may retire and he will retire. Two or retire, three years down the track. Or yeah. whatever that may be. Yeah. Suwali'i may only still be in his 20s. He moves back to fullback where everyone believes he's going to be at his, at his most dangerous. So that's what the good clubs do. They future-proof themselves. Sure. Are they future-proofing themselves in case he is going to go to rugby? Possibly. I don't think he'll be there next year. I don't think he'll take up that option. I reckon... Don't you think you'd go to rugby like Matty Rogers and Wendell Saylor did and Lottie Takiri? They went sort of a year or two out from the World Cup. The World Cup will be this year, or is this year. Would you sign for rugby after the World Cup? Um, depends what the plan is from Rugby Australia. Mm. Depends. If I was Rugby Australia, I'd be trying to offer him around about $2 million a year. So a four-year deal worth about $8 million, Sats. Mm. And I would use that four years as a marketing campaign. I'd be trying to lure as many Samoan kids as I can to the game, using him as the poster boy. Where does rugby get the money? Oh, mate, they've got big backers. Mate, th- that money would be pouring into rugby the moment Eddie Jones signed that contract. There's, we're talking about it. We, we used to sit here and bag it every, every chance we got. More mm. badge than us, but <laughs> we used to sit here and bag it. Now we're talking in a positive manner about rugby. Im- could you imagine Suali'i playing for the Waratahs for four years? Every kid in New South Wales will want to go and watch this guy. He's a freak. The freakish thing about it. And can play the game. If he spends four years in rugby, plays a World Cup in four years' time, he's still 24 and goes back to rugby league, potentially. Absolutely. Uncle Nick will be waiting for him. I don't think he will. I think the lure of the Roosters, the playing group, Nick Politis, Trent Robinson, I think, if anything, Joseph Suali would go back to South Sydney. I don't think he'll leave the game. Oh four five seven seven. Because money won't be the option. Oh four five seven. He's always going to get it. Who's going back to South? I said if he's going to go anywhere, he'd go back to South. We don't want him. He's already left you. Don't need him back. I'm worried about even what Seebs. You know the player that Seebs described to go to rugby that Eddie be looking for. He described Cam Murray. He ap- well, Eddie Jones has already said Cam Murray in an interview with Phil Gould. He said, "I think Cam Murray would be a great 12. Cam, if you're listening, we know you do. You're not going, mate. Big fan of the show, Cam. We'll get down to the Maroubra. We'll do a fundraiser and you're staying. <laughs> a GoFundMe page. We, we'll just a bit of cash in a brown paper bag. <laughs> we'll start it up, all right? 0457 736 736. What happens at the Roosters? Does Suali'i go to the Wallabies and Rugby Union next year? Will he take up that? 2024 option to stay at the Roosters next year. Love your thoughts. 0457 736 736. Boys, am I barred? Belmont from Clarence says. I sent a heap of texts and none read out. Whatever no. did I no, we did we did read one out, Belmont, but we did. Our text line went down for a short period. Greg from Cameltown, how about this? Says great news for the West Tigers not signing Moses. <laughs> That's a different way of uh looking at we've got on the run sheet here, we've got to do Tuesday true or false. Do you want to do Tuesday true or false? 
I feel like we're doing too many segments. You can't do true or false on a Wednesday, can you? It doesn't well, make we sense. can. We can. You know why? We're sports day. That, that's ridiculous on a Wednesday. But and then fun fact Thursday. We aren't doing Thursday. fun fact Thursday. No, we've got. Don't forget this. We've got this as well. Hey, I've got to say. Um, Wait. The, Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for LinkedIn Lotto. Where do we put that in? That's Thursday. Oh, God. I've got to say, I've got to say, yeah. uh, some of the guys that listen and led by Podgy. Oh, Podgy. Uh, someone said get a, get a wool eye bull up here, Podge, on the text line. Thank you for what defending that means. whoever yeah. you are. Yeah, thank um, you. But uh, they actually loved it. LinkedIn Lotto. LinkedIn Lotto. LinkedIn oh, Lotto. oh, good. Good to see Podgy like something on the show. Mm. Good stuff. Hey, boys, how do you feel that Moses has made the decision to better his game with Trent Barrett as halves coach at the Eels? For more reports, Trent Jason Barrett, from very, very good assistant coach. Yeah. Um, hey, boy, this is from Tim. Hey, lads, fair enough if the Aussies play reverse sweeps in, in Australia because they are familiar conditions. But when you bat in the subcontinent in unknown tough conditions, you should resort back to basics, i.e. more traditional shots like playing the V or just using your feet. And playing along the ground, straight down the ground. Tim from Parks, who doesn't freeze his meat. Would Tim from Parks put butter in the cupboard? Well, no, he doesn't freeze his meat. So why would he put any? I don't. I actually don't think Tim's got, got a fridge his house. No fridge. Zero fridge. He just slices from the cow in the backyard. Yep. Straight onto the barbie. Who else do they buy? That's from Walshy. Who's Walshy referring to? Well, Mitchell Moses. If they decide not to re-sign Mitchell Moses, and we have got a few... Parramatta fans or rugby league fans that have that have said exactly the same thing. If if they don't sign him and and say we're not willing to pay seven figures, whatever that may be, whatever you and your manager are asking, um, who else do you, who else do you sign? There's there's not many quality, like we said, quality experienced halfbacks that can get you into the top four, like Mitchell Moses has done for a yep. number of years. Yep. No, good points. Uh, Andrew McDonald is a blatant liar. Well, we don't know that. Of course, the Aussie team was instructed to bat a specific way. Every single one of them did the same thing, and that comes from the coaching staff, Nick from Newcastle. Well, we don't know that for a fact. We can only take him on what he said, and he said that wasn't the instructions. Mm. Uh, Glenn's also sent us a text. Oh, I've missed him tonight. Uh, see you, Jason, Scott, and Cohen. Good luck with our ratings now, boys. And next door neighbour Pete agrees. Home and away has started, and I'm not going to miss it again. Goodbye! Hey, we've got a, a lot of text here from Dragons fan, uh, 465. I should put your name on the uh, on the text messages. A that's fair ma- I bit think that's man boobs, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Can you look at the log? I will. But continue with the text. 465, a lot of texts about the Dragons and why is Blake Laurie being used off the scrums? When he's not athletic and takes forever to play the ball, how come young Finau um, only gets five seconds or a few minutes in the trials when he's much more dynamic than Jacob Little? That's what the trials are for. I think they're just as much as a Dragons fan doesn't it doesn't make you happy with the way they're playing. That's what some coaches use trials for, just to to try try a few things out. He's a really good player, young Finau. Mm, yeah. A very good player. Hey, g'day, boys. Just finished reading Matt Rogers' book, and what a great read. As really you already read. know, probably, Jason, you get a mention on page 268. I'm not up to page 268 yet. I might stay on that page for a while. Really a great read from your newest workmate. Regards, Will from Rama. Yeah, thanks, Will. Yeah, Matty John's joining us from next Monday mm. as we count down to the start of the footy season.
Brisbane Eel, true or false? We're not doing true or false, but we'll still do his text. Oh, we'll true do or false? To, we'll do it tomorrow. If night. the Aussies were up two nil, yep. is Warner coming home? Is there a financial implication at all? Well, he's coming home because of concussion. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it'd have anything to do with the situation with the. He'd be coming home anyway. Yeah, yeah. He's got a crack in his elbow as well, hasn't he? Oh, has he? I think he's got a hairline crack in his elbow. His yeah. kids have gone home. Yep, they've had enough of dad <laughs> playing cricket, <laughs> losing. Manly will use the 100K for Tommy's next two trips to the States to get his hemi redone, Wounded Eagle. Hey, how good is this bloke over in the States, by the way? How well, good is he? It's good advertisement, isn't it? But why can't anyone in Australia do it? wonder what he does that is incredible that no, no other physiotherapist or sports medicine doctor or whatever. Well, the one thing about America and, and the universities and the colleges and the NFL teams are... Bu- They've got a bigger budget. Yeah. So with a bigger budget, they've got greater resources. Now, our game can't afford some of the resources that they've got, so utilise them when we can, sparingly. It'd be an expensive process. The reptile sent us a text. G'day, Shaggers. Are the roosters taking the Les Kiss? Honestly, it's not a sombrero. It's a golf umbrella. Now, that, that's their accusations that aren't proven. How dare you say that about the roosters? Who we are previewing their chances uh, for 2023 real say, soon. I, I love what the Roosters have built under Trent Robinson and Nick Politis and Co. I think they've built such a formidable club, mm. hard to penetrate from every angle, even from a media angle. They Very <laughs> hard to get any of their players to talk to. We had an interview once. Did we? Yeah, we did. Matty Lodge, hopefully on the show tomorrow night hopefully. or Thursday night. Fingers so. crossed, yeah. yeah. All right, we've got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Key. When we come back, one of our favourites, and we know he'll be a favourite of yours as well. Toby Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. Joining us next. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. I tell you what, we, we said it earlier and we'll say it again. If you're buying selling teams off the trials, mm-hmm. you're buying as much of the Sharks as you can get. I agree. And they were impressive in the trials, but they are trials. But trials are an indication, though, of what, what you've got to work with, improvements well, you need to make. It's a good indication of the little things that you've been working on for three months. I tell you what, these boys did a great job, the Sharks on the dogs uh, on the weekend. This guy from the Sharks is our favourite guest. Not just saying – I mean, we don't say to many guests. I want to get a show – I want to get a segment each week called The World According to Toby. Oh, God. Can we put it to where? He is our favourite – you know why? He's raw. Says whatever he wants to say. Toby Rudolph from the Sharks. Thanks for joining us again on Sports Day, mate. Thanks very much, boys. It's quite an introduction to live up to, but I'll do my absolute best. How'd you go on that trial, mate? Were you on the weekend against the doggies? Were you buggered afterwards? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the trials are always a sort of good indication of um, how pre-season meant absolutely nothing because uh, you're always completely stuffed after it, during it. Um, you can do as much pre-season training as you want, but, um, you know, the only thing that sort of gets uh, match fitness going is playing matches. So... You know, good first hit out by everyone in the team and just looking forward to round one against South now. 
What's Toby Rudolph doing the in the off season? Is it like plenty of budgie smugglers down at the Shire <laughs> and working on the tan lines? What what happens? No, I tend to sort of um, see as much of the world as I can. So I sort of tend to jet set and go here, there, and everywhere. I went to um, well, I started off in Perth uh, this last off season, then I went to Bali, and then America, and then Mexico, and finished in Thailand for a little training camp at the end, just to sweat out oh. all the toxins and the naughty <laughs> things I was doing. So yeah, it was um, it's just sort of good to just you know get out, see the world, become a global citizen. It's always good to sort of you know for personal growth to travel and see. New cultures and experience new things. Yeah, mate, you might as well. You get that little bit of time off at the end of the season. You've got a ton of cash in the bank. You might as well go out and see the world. Where'd you go in Mexico? It's, please tell me you didn't go to Cancun. Please. I actually, yeah, no, I did. I did. I did go to Cancun. That was the first place that was sort of brought up and you know, I just sort of jumped at it, thinking it was going to be unreal. Mm. Um, and pretty much, it's just the Gold Coast, but a worse version of it in Mexico. <laughs> so not, not, <laughs> hey, now the game yesterday, um, great effort also. Um, Belmore Oval, is that the first time you've played at Belmore? Uh, I think I played there when I was um, in reserve grade yeah, for the okay. North Sydney Bears, the mm. Mighty Bears back in the day. Um, but yeah, first time playing there at an NRL capacity and the first time I played there for you know five plus years or so. So suburban grounds are always unreal to play at. You know, you get that sort of, you know, it's a bit more of a feeling in there, a bit more of a vibe, electricity is in the air and all that, so... Yeah, it's a very good ground to play at and good to get the uh, the win, even though it was just a trial against the Dogs. Yeah, nice. Good crowd there yesterday as well. Now your coach, Craig Fitzgibbon, one of the world's greatest guys, um, looks like Skeletor of um, <laughs> Masters of the Universe. But in saying that, I've read the stories, Toby, about how he likes on game day, he likes to go do a role and he does Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And uh, we've spoken to him about it, haven't we, mm. on air. Have any of the players gone and rolled with him and you know, their version of sparring as if you were doing boxing? Have you ever been for a role with him in jiu-jitsu? Um, I actually was uh, late to an early session um, at the start of pre-season and my punishment was to get completely folded in the cardio room and then uh, the post-punishment was a wrestle with him and even worse with uh, Cam McGuinness. So um, not the funnest time I've ever had and it kind of felt like an anaconda constricting me at every turn that uh, I would try and take. So it was kind of a weird feeling but I also kind of liked it. <laughs> I hear you're living with at the moment. Like, have you got a have you got a roommate? Yeah, living with my brother at the moment, but um, he spends a lot of his time in Bali. He's got a few businesses over there, so he just sort of travels back and forth as he pleases and leaves the house um, all to myself for me, which is quite nice. Um, so yeah, it's it's good living with him, and he also pays half the rent the whole time, which is really nice. Oh, yeah, good. He has got a tattoo parlor, has he? Toddy Carney's got a tattoo parlor in Bali. Yeah, no, um, he, he did have one, but he sold it off because he just thought it was just, you know, too much work, too hard. I actually think he was involved with Todd Carney in that tattoo parlor, okay. but then he just, maybe it was Todd Carney he couldn't deal with, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> hey, in relation to your depth at the club, uh, Toby, outstanding depth, but I saw that kid for the first time yesterday, son of the great New Zealand great Kevin Iroh or Kevin Eero, uh, Kale Eero, he looked really impressive. Yeah, he is. He's a very impressive young man. Um, he played, he got his debut last year, played one game for us, got thrown in on the wing. Um, he's, he's really a centre-back role. I never really played too much footy there um, in that reserve grade level. But, yeah, he, he shines whenever he touches the ball. He's just a you know dynamic, powerful kind of um, stocky guy with a bit of footwork and a bit of fitness and a bit of go about him as well. So um, I think you'll be seeing him throughout the year um, if injuries sort of go his way and all that. Hey, um. 
did you win a premiership with Redcliffe? Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did. Is that how many years? You one year at Redcliffe or a couple? Yeah, no, one year at Redcliffe. I um South decided that I was um far too poo to play for them, which was fair enough. <laughs> and then I decided to go to Brisbane and Trummel Wares up there. Um and yeah, we ended up winning the comp, which is unreal. Got a Clive Churchill in the grand final, I'm not sure if you've heard, yeah. but I'll just tell you anyway. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, <laughs> and then yeah. Yeah, 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 that's what you guys should know. And then uh, went on to the following year to win the comp with the Jets, where I won my second Clive Churchill. So pretty much what I'm trying to say, I'm a reserve grade immortal, uh, but <laughs> you haven't really managed to do the same speed at actually, uh, NRL level yet. Uh, you actually went to the national title, the state title, didn't That's where you did your knee, didn't you, Toby? Yeah, yeah. So we won the... the um, Intrust Super Cup, the Queensland Cup Grand Final, yep. what it was called back then. And then the following week, we played the Bulldogs. And, yeah, I think in the first 15 or 20, I did my knee. Yeah. Um, very disappointing, obviously. I thought I was going to come to the Sharks and take over with the spot straight away, but it turns out it was uh, <laughs> not meant to be. Uh, um, and then, yeah, um, ended up playing in the same in the same game uh, the following year against the Burley Bears and uh, managed to get the chocolates in that one in the dying seconds of the game. If you haven't right. seen the highlights, yeah. oh, I suggest you should watch it. Remember calling that game? Yeah, try right on full time. Let's go. Let's go back to that Clive Churchill yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get a chance to thank the judge who gave you that award at all, Toby? Um, I did not. Um, if I could do that and wind the clock back, I definitely would. Um, in, in the Intrust Super Cup, it's actually called the Duncan Hall. Oh, the Duncan Hall. Uh, the Duncan sorry. Hall medallion. I think he was a, one of the great yeah, front rowers. Yeah, yeah. I, I prefer Clive Churchill though. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. <laughs> He's he's here now. You can actually thank him now. <laughs> it was Sats. Oh, was Sats the man that gave you the medal? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not true. You guys, have, you have me on. No, no seriously. No. Yeah, no. No, we judge it from the commentary box. Well, I have my entire NRL career to thank. So thank you very much, Scott Tatlar. I really appreciate it. <laughs> now we're going to put you under the pressure here. The, the blowtorch, Sports Day blowtorch from. Uh, some answers about teammates and uh, former teammates. Answer them any way you like. Now, Toby Rudolph, you had two tickets to the best sporting event. What? Let's let's use Super Bowl. You're over there for a week, and you got two tickets. One for you, one for one of your teammates, one of your former teammates. Who gets the other ticket and why? Ooh, that's a really tough one. Um, off the top of my head, I'd like to take possibly. Maybe Sam Burgess, just because he's a very, very good time. And um, <laughs> although I didn't play with him, I still consider him a teammate. Yep. Um, uh, and he's just an all-around good bloke. And you know, he, he could uh, he could use a, a trip to the Super Bowl with me. I think I think he'd do doing wonders for for his uh, his mental state. Yeah, he's a good fella. He's a good fella. Now, Craig Fitzgibbon said, if when we asked him this question, which player would you mute for twenty four hours? <laughs> he said it was Toby Rudolph. So who would Toby Rudolph <laughs> mute for twenty four hours? Oh, without a doubt, I have to say Craig Fitzgibbon. <laughs> okay, one of your teammates has to get on stage and entertain the room at some comedy club for 10 minutes. Get up there and tell jokes outside of yourself. And you again, you've been voted on a number of occasions. Mm-hmm. Former teammate, current teammate that could get up there for 10 minutes and keep the crowd engaged. Well, I'd probably choose Nico Hines just because, not because he's funny, but because he'd just rap out and uh, probably start sweating on stage and freaking out. And I'd really enjoy to watch that. I'd probably pay good money to watch that. Um, but if we're talking pure comical value, yep. um, 
you know what? Kim McGinnis has some unreal dad jokes, and also he's got a head you can laugh at it himself. Oh, so please, hasn't yeah. He? yeah, great tooth. Yeah, yeah. Great tooth. Okay, last two. First to leave on Mad Monday, most years. Is there one player that comes to mind that um, always leaves? Yeah, yeah, there is actually very easily. It's actually Jesse Ramian didn't even make Mad Monday. Oh, wow. Wow. He's trimmed up, hasn't he, too, Jesse Ramian? Jesse that's Ramian, that's a bad rap, that. isn't it? That's a bad rap. Is that rap. frowned upon, Toby? Absolutely it is. Well, it depends who you ask. If you ask me, yeah, I think he should be sacked. But unfortunately <laughs> to me, he's a very good player, so I like having him in my team. Okay, last one. If you had a, if you got a female friend, a really good female friend or a sister, whatever it may be, and you had to have one player that you could trust to walk them home late at night, who's the one teammate that you trust? There's actually quite a lot um, in my team that I that I trust with uh, with what you're saying, um, but pretty hard to go past Alpha Nukin, I think he's just yeah. uh, all around good guy. I don't think he could hurt a fly. Um, we actually had a big clean-up today um, around the stadium, just, you know, showing a bit of care for the place that we work at, and he was cleaning like he was trying to get his bond back from rent. So um, I'd probably go down for Nukin. He'd pull a guitar out of nowhere oh, just to arrive, yeah. wouldn't he? Oh, boys, just had a break and then yeah. start doing some Pete Murray or something, yeah. yeah. Uh, mate, good, well, not good luck, because you're playing the Bunnies in round one. So, I mean, good luck for, for you personally, but... Can you go easy on my boys in, in round one at Points Bet Stadium, Saturday, the 4th of March, Toby? Um, no, can do, I'm sorry to say. Uh, they did get the chocolates on us in that, um, in that final game, and it's something that um, I don't have forgotten about. I'm looking to sort of rectify some revenge if possible. But look, yep. I'm you know, definitely, definitely keen to start the footy. Pre-season's over now. The trials are all done, and I'm just keen to rip and tear and just start feeling... Saw like this every week for the next 27 <laughs> rounds. Keen ads. And watch this space, the world according to Toby. Yeah. yeah. Beauty, mate. It's on, boys. I'm going to start charging you, as I told you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, righto. We'll um, find a sponsor now. Yeah, no, yeah. no. <laughs> Look, mate, can you get your missus onto that, Sats? Yeah, no worries. Uh, can't you do it for free? He gave you the bloody grand final medal. Yeah, exactly. Can't you Duncan do it for... Hall medal. Jesus. Yeah, yeah you know... <laughs> I'm so sorry. You boys are completely in the right. I'll pay you to do it. <laughs> there we go. As a complete thank you. You're going to put some, you gotta put some clothes on there. You're going to put some clothes on there. He said, off here, I'm just sitting on the end of the bed nude. So yeah, go no, put some clothes say, on. Oh, God. Rightio. Uh, Toby Rudolph. No worries, you. I'll, I'll, I'll parade over my house naked. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, mate. Listen, thanks for your time. Good luck this year. And we love chatting to you on Sports yeah, Day. You're a good man. Thanks, boys. Really appreciate you having me on as always. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. And I'm trying to find a text message that was sent through earlier to us. Remember I told you about uh, Ed Sheeran versus... I asked you, Ed Sheeran versus... What's his name? What's the other bike's name? Ed... uh... Harry Styles. Yeah, and you said Ed Sheeran any time. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find the text message where someone said, I'd rather go and see James Graham because he'd be cheaper. <laughs> I can't find it. 
Mm. I have to find an evening boogie and woogie. Absolutely, you have to do the world according to Toby. He is great, well-spoken, and a great sense of humour. We'll get on that. It's, that's he's, re- he's refreshing, isn't he? He's fantastic. Hey, look, we've got a ton of text here. We've also we've only got nine minutes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we going to do? We gonna are we re- going to do the roosters or not? Yeah, all right. I was, I was trying to get away from that. Well, I don't really care. Well, they finished sixth last year, 32 points. Mm. Um, finished a lot lower than what many expected. Uh, have a listen to this this side. Potential side. Tedesco fullback, Suoliti on in the wing with Tupo, Joey Manu and Momoroski. I think Robert Toya, this very good young teenage center, uh, will play first grade this year. Kiri and Walker. Radley, Crichton when he returns. Egan Butcher. Hmm. Um Collins, Brandon Smith, the big signing. Jared Maria Hargraves or Lodge. Take your take your choice. Um that is a that is a really good side. Yeah, good uh, good mix of youth and experience there, oh, isn't it? Oh, yeah, there? absolutely. What, what what impact do you think Smith will make? Massive. I think he could be end up being the buy of the season, to be quite honest. Why? Well, just his impact. He's got the ability to take the game to another level. When you're looking for someone to just to find something different, just to spark an adrenaline rush, whatever it may be. He did it at Melbourne, and admittedly he did it coming off the bench a lot of the time. And, and he did it... You know, sharing the space with a bloke called Harry Grant, who's who's probably our best yeah, hooker in the game now. He's a bit of a throwback, but Brandon Smith. He's one of those guys that you could throw him any position in the forward pack and he would play exactly the same game. I saw some things from him in the trials that we haven't seen from him as a, a number nine because he's been playing a little bit of lock and sometimes he's playing a little bit of front row. Uh, but I saw, saw some things from him that, Obviously, he's worked on through the preseason, knowing he's going to wear the number nine. Um, Can he sustain that for 80 minutes? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. He always, he's one of those players he looks tired. Harry Grant's the same. Their body language says they look really tired all the time, but they they find something. Yeah, right. Yeah, so uh, where will they finish? I think they're they're definitely a they're definitely a, maybe a top two side, okay. without a doubt. Right uh, that'll come back to injuries as well. So Tilly Tupanu, we've got to remember, he'll come back probably midway through the season. We've got great depth, um, a tremendous coach, a group of coaches actually in their side. So, yeah, they'll, they'll press really heavily for a premiership. You made a really good point yesterday. Is it the, Will it be the master versus the apprentice? Is it Trent Robinson up against his good mate and former assistant coach in Craig Fitzgibbon maybe? Yeah. I, I reckon – I'd love to see South there, but I reckon the Roosters and, and the Sharks. They're going to be really strong, the Roosters. Absolutely. Uh, mm. They also signed Jake Turpin, who can come off the bench for 15 minutes as well. Jake Turpin. Yeah, they signed him from the Broncos. Yeah. There you go. Mm. Radio Sats, there you have it. Uh, that's our season preview of the Roosters. Text messages. Moses at the Eels. The only, wa- on- the only and big worry with Mitch Moses is when his team Parramatta or himself are under pressure. He makes poor decisions. We have seen this every year, and that's why Parra will never win a comp with him. Plus, that's why he isn't worth the money he is chasing. Beefy from Dremoyne. Geez, the split down the middle on Mitch Moses, Parramatta supporters and, and non-Parramatta supporters. I think, I think it seems to sit on the side of we need him more so than not. And I agree. I, I think, one, if they didn't agree to what he wanted, and a lot of our listeners have alluded to that, There'd be no one else to fill that position. Dylan Brown's still learning, and they're mm. forming a really good combination. So they're going to be a better club with him rather than without him. Well, she says, boys, there's no other good halfbacks in the comp, so as a yeah. para fan, you have to spend the money. 
As a West Tigers fan, I say thank the Lord. Good play, but not $1.25 million. I can't cop the millennial attitude, let alone the fact that he genuinely believes he is the referee of each match he plays. High maintenance. That's from Kirk. He's copping it a bit. I thought Cam's... Well, he's taking the spot of Cam Smith as the referee, isn't he? Mitch Moses? Yeah. Cam Smith was a great ref. A great referee. Our colleague here Up there with Bill Harrigan. <laughs> Definitely. I reckon Cam would blow more penalties than Bill. Now, in relation to the Roosters, and we're talking about the Roosters just before, uh, hey, guys, people seem to forget Suali and Walker are rookies and are pricing them on their next deal, not the current one. True. Daniel Tupo has been a roster for, rooster for 10 years. True. Get dispensation for that. We got Kiri cheap when Russell Crowe kicked him out of Nana Glen. True. <laughs> Joey Marnie probably ends up at six. Eh, I think he'll end up at one. Probably not at the Roosters, but we picked up Lodge cheap last year. True. And the Morris is cheap as well. Our front office is just better than most. Brad from Redhead. Can't agree with you more. Cleary versus Moses. You put that uh, put that up as the great debate. If if they swapped halfbacks in the grand final, in the last grand year. final, would the result be the same? Uh, so Suali'i has gone to oh, it's gone to Wallabies from 2024 to 2028. Includes a deal to go to the Olympics and gets a Lions to a World Cup. Sattler is deluded if he thinks Suali'i is in the league. Now I don't know why that's titled Cleary versus Moses. Uh, disagree with Sats that Nathan Cleary would have led Para to a grand final win. He's yet to step up and nail an Origin series. The Riff still win. Now that's it's not from an Adrian. Origin. It's not an Adrian. Adrian. It's not an Origin series. And Adrian, if I'm honest, you still haven't nailed a tax season either. <laughs> Butter in the cup. Why is this? Why is this title? Oh, this is the great bait. Uh, so, yeah, no. So, uh, you, Adrian, I don't know what right? I mean. Yeah, well, people have titled this. <laughs> What's going on? Butter in the cupboard is okay up here in the cold mountain air, Western Blue Mountains. Maybe not north of the Tweed, Belmont from Clarence. Thanks for your text. Uh, we've got to go to a break. More text in just a moment, plus the last laugh. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. <laughs> The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Sats and Jason here tonight. If you're listening in Lismore, g'day to you. Uh, through the Super Radio Network, New Farm, Australian through and through, bring you the weather. 28 tomorrow, not flash. Mm. Not very good tomorrow. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. Just on the text machine, here's a really good text here from Jim, new listener, who's listening uh, via the SEN app in Coffs. Jim says, gentlemen, could you please rate Mitch Moses versus Jack White and who's worth more? Who would a team want more if they were both available? Who would a team want more? Uh, that's hard because... Don't know each of them um, personally. Uh, Mitchell Moses. I think he's got a more complete game because he's a goal kicker as well. And he's a, a really good goal kicker as well. He's got high percentage rate. Okay. Mm. Right, yeah. Thanks, uh, Raider Jim, for that text. Uh, Sporty Gab, Newcastle. Sats, Jace with Cameron Green unfit. I would have. It would have made sense to use Marcus Stoinis. Stoinis can bowl seamers and is a genuine top six batsman. A similar player is Mitch Marsh. Sporting Gabe, good point, but I, I, just, I, I think you only need one seam bowler. You do, yeah. I think you need three spinners. I don't think there's a problem with our bowlers. I think it's the best. And I'd rather have, instead of having 
an all-rounder. I'd rather have a genuine batsman who's not going to bloody sweep every minute. <laughs> Big Merv is doing a tour of the UK. Perhaps we'll all chuck in and get him a flight to India for a cricket academy in spare Did 10 days. Did you see him sitting in Mal the stand? Hinton, yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good trip to be on. Uh, no practice games. I was mentioning earlier, it's 10 days between these te- tests. And JG's jumped on the text. No practice games because they set up pitches that are nowhere near test match conditions. That's true. But seriously, playing, spending more time out in the middle mm. has got to be better than spending time in the nets. Plus, have you seen the pitches they provided for the test matches? They haven't been great. No, well, you've got to go find your own. You've got to get you, exactly what you're saying. That, that They've got to have a practice match. Rooster Mixat says, uh, look at it this way. If they don't pay the 1.25 mil, he walks. Who do they they then sign and, that's and for the ge- how much? That's the general consensus as well. I mean, So he's, he's got them cornered? Well. We're talking not, about Mitch Moses well, here in the Eels. I wouldn't use the word cornered. It's, it's because he's a good player and, and the club needs him. It's not that he's got them cornered. Either way, he's going to be paid good money and Parramatta need him because there's no one else on the market. And even if there was some other halves on the market, are they up to the same standard of a guy that's taken the Parramatta Eels into the deep into the finals on a number of occasions? So I think they need him. Okay. I don't think I don't think Parramatta are ready to rest their entire team on the shoulders of Dylan Brown. Okay. Did the West Indies and South Africa team cops the same grief from their respective media as the Aussies have copped in recent times? The West Indies don't. South Africa the, do. The Gold Coast Blue Bag. Yeah, but but we're the number one team in the world. Mm. We're number one team in the world. We should be performing a bit better, but it is a good point. Very good point. Rightio, uh, that's the end of that. Should we do this? On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. You know how I love to read my biographies, autobiographies? Re- reading a, a book on 50 Cent. You know, the, yep. the artist? The rapper. Yeah, yep. the rapper, the artist. Very, very famous man, actor as well. I was reading about what 50 Cent did when he got hungry. Right. 58. <laughs> oh, you've gone downhill. How dare you? That's horrible. <laughs> Don't forget, you can follow us on TikTok. You can see Sats just giving it to the Dolphins. And saying how bad their recruiting well, you is. You make it worse than what it is, don't Sports Day you. SEN. It's horrific. Thanks for your text messages, everyone. Uh, we couldn't get to all of them. It, amazing. Another record night on the text tonight. Don't forget to grab a podcast of the show, Sports Day New South Wales. We'll be back again tomorrow night. We See love you all. See ya.